This is Positive Parenting. Parenting expertise and advice from best-selling parenting author and national newspaper columnist, Mr. Dad, Armin Brott. Hello there. Welcome to Positive Parenting. I'm Armin Brott, the founder of MrDad.com. What if we could identify microbes in our gut that correlate with stress resilience and expose our kids to them and then test the results? What if memory and learning and even overall well-being could significantly improve after eating more of certain foods or minerals like blueberries or magnesium or getting exercise? And what if merely smelling sweat before completing an anxiety-inducing task could measurably improve your performance? Well, those are just a few of the questions that science writer and mother of two, Jenna Pincott, asked herself as she prodded and poked her kid's natural environment, creating a situation that she calls biohacking. And she reserved and chronicled the results. Now, of course, she's the first person to admit that a sample size of two children does not make for an earth-shattering scientific discovery. But she was looking at hard scientific studies and then trying to put those into play in her own kitchen and her own living room with her own kids. And she did get a lot of interesting results, specifically that the ingredients for the traits that we all want for our kids, resilience, focus, perseverance, mind-body connection, and more, may actually be all around us in the natural world. So stick with us as we do some biohacking. More with Mr. Dad, Armin Brat, after this, from the MrDad.com radio network. You've just seen your doctor, and he's ordered blood work, x-rays, and other tests. But what does it all mean? Well, you should ask. The single most important thing you can do for your health is to ask questions. Be an informed and active member of your health care team. Remember, your health begins with you. To learn the types of questions to ask, get the brochure, be prepared for medical appointments at ahrq.gov consumer. A message from the U.S. Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality. Hey, parents, introducing the Communicizer. Go from boring old man speak. Oh, you know, I'm here if you want to talk. To 100% off the chain. Text me whatever, yo. I love you, Dad. Communicizer is not available in stores because it doesn't exist. But that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUsKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Positive Parenting. I'm Armin Brat. My guest for this part of today's show is Jenna Pincott, who's the author of Wits, Guts, Grit, All Natural Biohacks for Raising Smart, Resilient Children. Jenna, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me here. Well, I'm imagining that you're a Piaget fan, because it sounded like in a, in a lot of ways what you were doing was scientific experiments with your own kids, in a very safe way, of course. Um, yeah. So tell tell us about how how this book came about and is is structured and where the information came from because it's 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 different than most parenting books we get here. Sure, yeah. Um, well, you know, as, as parents, we hear about these ideal qualities we want in our kids. We want um, resilience. We want focus and uh, strong uh, you know strong memory. We want them to be calm. Um, and we get a lot of advice from psychology, um, is the psychology of grit and resilience, um, 
you know, we're supposed to praise effort and not effort and not results, embrace failure, uh, listen better, that sort of thing. And I buy into all of that. I think it's wonderful. Uh, but in addition to the psychology, I'm also really curious about all the sort of um, the subtle, natural, under-the-radar forces that underlie grit. And um, to me, that has included the microbiome, um, micronutrients, um, nature, exposure to nature, um, body awareness, things like that. Uh, so my so my two daughters and I sort of experimented. We spent a year experimenting with everything from our gut microbiome to um, nature immersion, um, different types of foods with um, certain nutrients and forms of exercise and things like that. Um, so the whole book is structured like a, a one topic per month for a year, and each each month we had a different focus. Now we should just say for those who are, are science mm-hmm. buffs, this is obviously not a a double-blind controlled study that you're no <laughs> you, you had a had a theory and you're trying it out with a sample size of two or three, and uh, and you're you're going forward from there. So you know one one I guess needs to take your conclusions with a grain of salt, but they are interesting nevertheless. I mean you know these are yeah it's, it's the other. I mean there this what I liked about this is the frustrating thing. I, I read an awful lot of studies. It's just part of my quirkiness, I suppose. But the frustrating thing, you, know, you read a study about how vitamin D is supposed to be good for you, but nobody says exactly how much and how you right. how you measure it or where you get it. Is it better to get it by standing outside in the sun or are you better off taking a vitamin D supplement from Costco or, you know, some of the things that you taught that you talked about with you know, blueberries and things like that. Um, it's it, so figuring those things out must have been the most fun of it all, I guess, is like, how much do you need to have before? Well, that's exactly, you know. yeah, so the, yeah, that's exactly it before. Do, do any of these scientific studies that we read about really apply to us? Do they have any meaning? Um, I mean, I, 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 all of them are drawn from actual scientific studies. Um, and, um, you know, some of them were, were in mice only, but uh, with a microbiome. And then there are a few human experiments. Um, for instance, the ones on, uh, with yogurt and um, uh, lactobacillus and bifidobacterium, things like that. Um, so, and there are just a few human studies, so we sort of copied the human studies. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's start with one of those because that's one of the ones that I mean, actually, almost all of these things are things that bugged me. That you know, because you, you hear so much about probiotics, and there's this kind of yogurt has got some probiotics, or you go to the mm-hmm. the pharmacy and you can get thirty or forty different types of of probiotic supplements, and some of them have twenty different strains, and some of them have fifty different strains, and some of them have you know ten billion. It's just it's complete mm-hmm. insanity. And nobody has been able to explain to me with any accuracy <laughs> or any confidence even what which of the strains of probiotic bacteria you need and how much of this. So let's talk about right. that. What, what did you find? So, uh, you know, I don't think anyone knows for sure, and especially in kids, right? So it's all, it's all frontier stuff. Um, we made our own yogurt at home. Um, with the strains that I, that I I saw in studies that I thought we would, you know, we we actually I actually went on the internet and found um, found the starters for uh, strains of bifidobacteria like uh, bifbrev and biflongum seemed to be in a bunch of studies with, with good effects. Um, I found a, a culture it's called Genesis and imported it from Bulgaria. Who knows? Um, it's all experimental. There's really no there's no prescription here. Um, 
But if you go to the supermarket, too, a, a supermarket brand like Stonyfield has a bunch of uh, you know, different strains of bifidobacteria and lots of it. So, you know, I, there's, no, there's no formula. Um, we experimented with, you know, what I, what, I, with what I saw in the study. And we made our own yogurt, and that itself was sort of a science, science experiment, too. Um, well, how did you feel about ordering something from Bulgaria? <laughs> which probably has somewhat more lax health standards than we do, I would guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. They've been using this stuff for, for um, you know, th- these strains have been with us for for centuries. Um, they, they came just as well packaged as anything American. Uh, it's a brand called Genesis, so I thought, whatever it's worth. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I, we, we didn't get sick. I can say that much. Okay, and what were the effects besides the cool factor um, of making your own yogurt? Yeah, that was, well, you know, it, again, there's nothing, with the yogurt experiments, I thought I could see a difference after they started to eat this yogurt for a while. It seemed that there were fewer frustrations and tantrums. The one uh, stress point um, uh, for my daughter at that age was um, playing violin, which is very stressful for a young child um, to Hold the bow just right, and 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 play the rhythms just right. And um, after several weeks of yoga, she she seemed to have less anxiety. Bella, she seemed to have fewer tantrums. Is it because she expected the yogurt to to help her? Maybe she was on board in this experiment. So there's nothing, there's no blind study here. Um, but it was interesting to experiment with. And um, in the mice experiments, of course, mice have you know less anxiety with probiotic strains. There's a, there's a science that explains why um, these cultures might um, might reduce anxiety. Um, in humans, I don't think it's really been tested well enough yet because um, hum- there have been no studies on on anxious anxious humans, um, except for um, there was one study out of Asia. It was interesting with medical students who were about to take um, a stressful exam, and they found that the students who drank the probiotic yogurt for a few weeks before the test, they had lower stress hormones. Their cortisol levels hmm. were lower, and they didn't get sick. Their immune systems were stronger. And where was that? Uh, so that's what, that's what, that, was in, uh, that was in Asia. Well, that's interesting because in, in Asia, they have, they're more likely to be lactose intolerant than uh, other places. Although it's fermented. It's a fermented drink, so I think that makes a difference. Oh, okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, so that was pretty cool, and that was encouraging. Um, another one at UCLA, in which you know, people ate two servings a day of probiotic yogurt in a blind study. Um, they said they felt a greater sense of calm and, again, anxiety lower. Um, but there have been other studies that in humans that show that there isn't any um, difference <laughs> of in anxiety. So you go back to... Um, but again, there have been no studies on, on, on clinical levels of anxiety in humans and the effects of uh, probiotics, to my knowledge. I think that is yet to be explored. So, again, it's all frontier stuff. It's interesting, though. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, I think one of the other areas, I mean, we'll talk about a lot more of them, but you have a chapter called Let Them Eat Mud Cakes. And, and I have talked endlessly about this idea that you know, we're finding out mm-hmm. now that antibacterial soaps are just not good for us, that they're, they're helping us to, to create these bugs that are, are much more powerful, because our, and plus our immune systems are not learning how to deal with things. 
like you know what I did crawling around and eating potato chips out from under my bed that <laughs> it had been there for who knows how long. Of course, I, I also ate a piece of a broken light bulb, but the, you know, the, the, the dangers, I can't recommend how old that. Were you? I don't know, probably eight, <laughs> seven or eight, maybe. Smart enough to have known better, but just, I suppose. But, you know, so to, talk about that a little bit for just a second because we're coming up on a break, but I want you to just introduce the oh, idea. Sure, and we'll sure, get... sure. Yeah, as a new Fulop field sort of explores environmental microbiome, uh, soil bacteria, and how it might influence our health and state of mind, and uh, beyond just just health, but you know, physical health, but mental health. I'm talking with sure. Jenna Pincott, who's the author of Wits, Guts, Grit, All Natural Biohacks for Raising Smart, Resilient Kids. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep talking to Jenna and have her finish up about eating mud and other things. I'm Armin Brat. You're listening to Positive Parenting. This heavyweight bout is about to begin. The challenger wears white trunks with a blue stripe, and the champ is wearing, uh, looks like an examination gown from the doctor's office. And from the back, we can... Ooh, that's not pretty. Champ, what's with the crazy getup? I've got to take care of my family. Yeah, so? Well, when you love your family, you got to go in and get those important medical screenings. A lot of potentially deadly diseases can be treated if you catch them in time. So you wear the examination gown because... Because I'm a real man. Real men take care of their families and get those tests. Real men wear gowns. Okay, champ, good luck. Here we go. <laughs> the champ's not wasting any time. <laughs> it's over. This fight is over. Champ, you barely broke a sweat. Any words for your fans out there? Remember, go to ahrq.gov for a list of the tests they need to get and when to get them. What was that web address again? ahrq.gov. And remember, real men wear gowns. Go to ahrq.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AHRQ, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Welcome back to Positive Parenting. I'm Armin Broad. If you're just joining us, talking with Jenna Pincott, the author of Wits, Guts, Grit, All Natural Biohacks for Raising Smart, Resilient Kids. And we were just talking about the, the importance of, of eating things that you wouldn't think of as food. Yeah, so so in the environment, there's one microbe in particular that's been studied um, in some depth. Um, it's called M. Baki. It's a mycobacteria. It's formed in, um, it's found in plant matter. And um, we come into contact with it by touching, um, eating plants and grasses. Uh, We breathe it in when we're in nature. It's in tons, we can get in a little cuts in our skin. Um, When we breathe it in our airways, our um, immune system, our immune cells encounter it, they react to it quickly. Um, It's thought that its effects on us would be faster than that of uh, even gut microbes. Hmm. So, in, in experiments, this uh, Mbaki has been has some interesting effects. Um, 
uh, mice experiments and, and human experiments too. For instance, in, in a lab study that of cancer patients um, who took this microbe in pill form, they found uh, that it didn't help their, their cancer, but they were more content or happier, calmer. Um, in the mice experiments, the uh, mice completed mazes faster, you know, circuits faster. And one theory is that the microbe um, decreases anxiety and at the same time increases focus. Um, so this, this, this was very compelling. Um, and just recently, um, like within the last few weeks, there's been more, more research on this, um, uh, the idea that Mbaki could, could be like a stress vaccine someday. If there's a way to make it, to package it, its health-promoting properties, it could be like a, a stress vaccine that people, like first responders, could take that might help them uh, reduce anxiety. I think this, this frontier is, is really interesting. Um, yeah, it's and, fascinating. Uh, and Baki is not the only, not the only one too. There are many, many, um, as these researchers said, there are many others like it out there that just haven't yeah. been found yet. But um, they're they're interested in exploring that too. You know, one thing that you talk about is uh, magnesium, and that's something that mm-hmm. is just now beginning to be a little bit better known. Is that we're we're realizing that a lot of people are magnesium deficient, and that magnesium helps you if, if you're if you're deficient in magnesium you're not going to be absorbing calcium as well as you should so that's going to have all sorts of effects on on lots of other parts of the body what did you find out or what, what was let's see what was the thing that you were trying to investigate and then what did you find out well i, I, I was first as a, a bit of crisis when i found out that our fruits and vegetables contain up to 50 percent um, less magnesium and other nutrients than they did you know two generations ago um, that was disturbing, and, and one big reason for it is that the soil our food is grown in, it's not as mineral rich as it used to be um, due to fertilizers and herbicides, and um, mm. you know, the, the soil microbiome is not what it once was. Um, you know, there are lots of other reasons, too, like uh, vegetables that are picked early, and the supermarket varieties are, are chosen for hardiness, not nutrients. And, um, but again, the soil, I think, has a lot to do with it. So as a result, most kids and adults are magnesium deficient. And um, when I started to investigate what that meant, I found there were all sorts of terrible outcomes like um, memory loss and inattention. Um, kids get a bit spacier. They find it hard to organize their thoughts. I mean, I'm sure there's a whole spectrum of magnesium deficiency. Um, but um, it does affect learning. Um, and maybe there's, there's some clinical letter, levels I realize that um, many of us have, many kids have that we're not just not even aware of yet. Now, um, did you have your kids tested for some of these things to see whether they were deficient in, in magnesium? Or it's it's very hard to test for magnesium. You can't take a blood test. It's just a, it's not the same as other tests. Uh, I basically just assume that we were magnesium deficient. Um, because most Americans are, and um, my kids, I, I fear, just aren't eating enough vegetables or enough healthy vegetables and foods. Um, so I, I sort of based the, I assume that we were. I didn't. I did not get them tested. Um, but I, I think, uh, first of all, there's no harm in um, I think making assumption that we're all a little bit magnesium deficient, and, and uh, finding ways to get more magnesium is a good idea. Um, and how did you do that? Naturally, so or, or taking the, taking supplements. Yeah, I, I for a bit of both. Um, if you need about a 
130 milligrams a day for uh, little kids, like four to eight, and um, older kids, about 240 milligrams a day. So I started to give them, well, you know, it's part of our, you know, great uh, high fiber microbiome diet. Um, I was already giving, starting to give them more leafy greens, uh, which are high, very high in magnesium, seeds, uh, things like that. Um, but in addition to that, I was boosting their magnesium in a, in a topical form, in a form of a spray. Hmm. So before bed, I'd put it on the soles of their feet. And I still do whenever they really? can't sleep or they, or they feel stressed. And the soles of the feet are the best place because it's, it actually stings a little bit, the spray. Um, but it's, it absorbs well. and um, Even through all the calluses and effect? everything? Even through wow. the calluses, yes. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty potent. If you actually spray it on your stomach, uh, <laughs> you can or your armpits, it really stings. That's fascinating. Um, I mean, I know that there's magnesium salts. Yeah, that people. Oh, like an Epsom salt. So or, if you take you know, a if you're, yeah, if you take a bath, that, that's. Uh, I guess it must be absorbing through your skin also that way. Yes. Yes. And um, I did this sort of regularly for the month, and, and I, they really did fall asleep faster. Um, you know, again, is this placebo effect? Do they, could they expect to fall asleep faster, and they fall asleep faster? Maybe, but I really do think there's something to it. And, and that's, um, I'm so glad we're on the magnesium program now. I think it's a healthier, yeah. uh, you know, it, it builds, you know, a, it's a little, another little nudge toward greater resilience and health. Yeah. Well, what was the the thing that you found most surprising and most effective? Let's see. Most surprising and most effective. Um, I, um, you know, I was very interested in the, um, we did an experiment with a proprioceptive movement, um, which is, uh, which was found in some studies to link to, to a better working memory. And working memory is that ability to juggle more, you know, more than one thing in your head at mind at the same time. Um, you know, you need it when you're reversing directions or you're organizing things in your head or, or uh, even spelling the word, word world backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all working memory. And, um, and the kids who have strong working memory to do, it seems to tend to do better in school. It's, it's a better predictor of success even than IQ. So anyway, I was very interested when I heard about these proprioceptive exercises, and that turned out to be um, like a natural movement exercise. Some people call it primal movement, like uh, climbing a tree or when you're navigating over and under things or squatting or leaping over logs or uh, things that require both balance and movement. And um, and the thinking behind why the, there's a link between that type of exercise and working memory is that um, while all exercises is good is good for you and they increase blood flow, that type of proprioceptive exercise is special because it activates two areas of the brain. There's the prefrontal cortex, um, which powers your working memory, and then the cerebellum, which helps us balance and coordinate movement. And and the thinking is that the cerebellum it feeds information to prefrontal cortex and helps predict and anticipate what will happen next. And hmm. That increases working memory overall. Uh, the researchers kind of compare it to running your brain on all cylinders. Anyway, I, I was very surprised when, uh, you know, I, I, I do think that it helps working memory. Uh, and I saw it in a different form from what the researchers were talking about. I saw, I saw it most in verbal fluidity. My 
you know, my daughter, like a lot of kids, her, her, some of her speech, sometimes it rushes and sometimes she stumbles over words or has a hard time getting an idea out. Sure. Um, but she's really silver-tongued after this sort of exercise. Hmm. So I, th- I thought that was really And surprising. where do you find out if you're interested in looking into that kind of exercise? Just look up proprioception? Propro- yeah, proprioception or dynamic proprioceptive exercise, or, or some people call it primal movement or natural movement. Um, or they're all different terms for the same sort of idea. Hmm. And th- there is a whole sort of uh, nature. You know, it's, it's hard. We live in the city, so it's a little more challenging for us. We don't have logs everywhere. We can't climb trees. Um, my daughter tried to climb a tree the other day in Central Park, and we got reprimanded. Um, oh. But uh, <laughs> it's better. In, <laughs> I don't even know where to go outside. with that one. All right. Jenna Pincott's the author of Wits, Guts, Grit, All Natural Biohacks for Raising Smart, Resilient Kids. Jenna, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on school. To turn on my computer. Message. A lock to my locker. Stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up. Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Where you're not alone. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Welcome back to Positive Parenting. I'm Armin Brott, and it's time for a Parents at Play segment. Well, the weather was brutally hot a little earlier in the summer. Now things seem to be settling down, and these days we're trying to spend as much time outside as humanly possible. If you're looking to join us, here are some fun options. Super Spinner from Super Spinner. A fun twist on the tire tree swing. The Super Spinner is a UFO-shaped disc swing that lets one or more kids, and even a parent, take a ride. Its adjustable double-braided ropes and weather-resistant clips are designed for a safer, more comfortable ride. Super Spinner can be suspended to swing and spin from trees, play sets, a porch, or any other secure structural beam that works for your family. There are two sizes of Super Spinner available. The original can accommodate one or two little kids and can hold up to 200 pounds. It's available in green, blue, red, purple, pink, or yellow. The larger Super Duper Spinner lets more kids and adults ride and can hold up to 650 pounds. It's available only in Hunter Green. Costs between $49.99 and $89.99 at stores like Amazon. Pool floats from Intex. Heading down to the pool? Well, don't forget your sunscreen and fun float. Intex makes a fantastic assortment of floats your family is sure to love. One of our favorites this year is the inflatable Mega Unicorn, which is very colorful, very magical, and very durable. And no, it's not just for girls. Turns out that boys love it too, and so do moms and dads. Another new design this year is the Peacock, but previous year's designs are still out there, including Mega Swan, Mega Flamingo, and Mega Duck Island floats. It's a tough choice, so you may end up with more than one. They're about $30 at IntexCorp.com. Brooks P. 
Pure Flow 7 from Brooks Running. Feeling like running away? Well, you can do it in style with the Brooks Pure Flow 7. These sneakers are ready to go right out of the box and don't need any wearing in period, which is a rare thing with shoes these days. They're comfortable with plenty of cushioning and are great for running, long walks, even on trails, or the gym. Brooks refers to the fit as sock-like. The stretch-woven upper and soft internal booty allow your feet to feel comfortable and unrestricted. And after wearing them around for a while, it's hard to disagree with that. They're available in six colors for women and five for men, so you won't have any trouble finding a pair to match your taste and wardrobe. They're about 100 bucks. Find out more at brooksrunning.com. Lightwave 50 from Ceres. Although Ceres products are usually associated with winter, their new Lightwave 50 line is designed to keep your skin safe from the sun's harmful rays in any season. The fabrics are thin, fast-wicking, and offer UPF 50 protection, and will keep you cool even when it's steamy hot out. There are a lot of items to choose from, including the neck up, which covers the vulnerable neck and face areas that are especially susceptible to burning. Lightwave 50 products come in a variety of colors and prints. Prices vary. You can find out more at Ceres.com, which is S-E-I-R-U-S.com. You can get reviews of a lot more toys and games and activities and all sorts of other things to do with your family all summer long and into many, many other seasons as well at our website, parentsatplay.com. Thanks for listening to Positive Parenting. You can get more information on today's show and what we're working on in the weeks ahead at MrDad.com. While you're there, visit the MrDad.com gift shop with everything you need to help you become the dad or mom you want to be. Positive Parenting is a production of the MrDad.com radio network. Now, go be a great parent.